it's very different looking at how an orca behaves in an aquarium or how an elephant behaves in a zoo compared to how they behave on the plains of Africa. And to say that, you know, their behavior in a zoo is normal is, is just wrong. Um, you know, we need to look at how they behave in the wild. So that really sort of sparked an interest for me in thinking, well, how are humans just designed to parent our babies? If we weren't listening to all of these external influences, what would it look like? I'm Tiffany Bellinger, and this is CoSleepy, my show about the beauty challenges and intricacies of being a modern parent with a baby in your bed. Now, I told you guys that I plan on doing these mostly by myself, but look, I snagged an amazing opportunity. I have the chance to talk to someone who I just know is going to empower and inspire you, whether you're brand new to co-sleeping or you've been doing it for years like me. So I consider myself incredibly lucky to have gotten to know Tracy Gillett this year. You've probably heard her name before. She is the founder of Raised Good. You've probably landed on her beautiful, award-winning website if you've ever Googled conscious parenting, natural parenting, or the like. Now, I have been on her mailing list forever, since back in 2018 when I was a new mom and I somehow stumbled upon her blog. And even though Raised Good wasn't specifically about bed sharing, I just kept going back to it and diving deeper and deeper into conscious parenting. I just remember in those early days, her blog, it just felt like, it felt like a warm hug that I desperately needed. So my friend, you can probably understand why I was super nervous to interview her. Like this is my first time ever recording a podcast, signing up for like the recording software and buying a microphone and all this. And it's Tracy Gillett. And of course, we had technical issues throughout the whole thing. But she was so loving and kind and graceful and even at the end said, hey, if none of this footage comes out, we can re-record. I'm happy to do that. That is just like who she is. So I am just so happy that you're going to get to hear from her right now. From everything I've read, it seems like she was always outdoors, always appreciating nature, even at a very young age. And so I asked her if that sort of started her natural parenting philosophy even way back then. My mom was a vet nurse um, before she had kids and, and my dad grew up on a farm. So we just had so many animals. And then I wanted to really, you know, I became a veterinarian because I loved animals and I wanted to, to help animals. And having that connection with how animals sort of do things naturally in the wild, uh, then yeah, definitely had a huge impact on my parenting. Like just thinking, well, how are humans naturally designed to parent if we weren't, you know, living inside our houses, how would we have raised our babies if we were living in a cave and, uh, or if we were dropped on a desert island and we didn't have baby stores? What would that look like? You know, it's very different looking at how an orca behaves in an aquarium or how an elephant behaves in a zoo compared to how they behave on the plains of Africa. And to say that, you know, their behavior in a zoo is normal is, is just wrong. Um, you know, we need to look at how they behave in the wild. So, that really sort of sparked an interest for me in thinking, well, how, how are humans just designed to parent our babies? If we weren't listening to all of these external influences, um, sort of the commercialization of um, certainly new motherhood and, and babyhood, what would it look like if we just really connected to our instincts and our intuition? And yeah, so it's, it, it's a great question because it's had a huge influence on, on the way that I parent. Wow. 
Okay, so it seems like deciding to co-sleep with your baby would have been a no-brainer decision for you. Was that the case? Yeah, I mean, we we had three years of um, fertility struggles before before we finally got pregnant. So, you know, I was a veterinarian, so I was I was um, you know had a had a background in sort of conventional medicine and understood you know the the amazing things that that medicine can do but also understand its limitations and i had so many uh sort of truths shattered when i was going through that fertility journey uh you know medical profession telling me one thing and then chinese medicine telling me another and um yeah really sort of uh having this uh drive to find what your own truth was so I was kind of very much going down that sort of natural path. Um, that's what led us to get pregnant naturally was was just, you know, finding finding our own answers. And then when I was pregnant, um, we worked with a midwife and a doula um, and sort of had, had their influence as well. And I share on my blog, you know, my midwife saying to me one day, she was talking about where my baby would sleep. And I said, well, I've just got this crib, you know, I'd researched it and I got, you know, the, the non, the crib with the non-toxic paint and the forest certified wood and the, you know, the mattress that was like, you know, not going to off gas and bamboo sheets and all of that stuff. And she was like, no, he's not going to spend a night in there. He, he will be sleeping in your bed. And she was English. And I just thought, oh, you're mad. Like he's, he's going to be sleeping in his crib. But that really yes. opened up my eyes. I remember eyes. that. I remember yeah. from your blog. Yeah, yeah. And we'd started to go down that path. Like I was reading, you know, Ina May Gaskin's, you know, book about you're sort of, it's like layers of an onion, I think. You start to shatter your ideas about what it takes to get pregnant. And then you start to shatter your ideas about what birth is, you know, medicalized birth versus, you know, and, and we ended up with a medicalized birth, but that wasn't, that wasn't my intention. Um, but you sort of, yeah, start to just really question everything. And, and so I read, I read this book when we were on our baby moon, like I was very pregnant and I read this book called The Other Baby Book. And it was fantastic. She went through, the authors went through, you know, co-sleeping and elimination communication and all of these different things. And I was just like, this is for us. Like, this sounds awesome. This is how, you know, social mammals are meant to be next to their mothers and we're going to give it a go. And I jumped into James McKenna's work and uh, didn't necessarily feel completely confident about how it would go. You know, didn't know anyone in real life who had bed shed and, you know, had so many questions like, do we need to put our mattress on the floor or how am I going to keep it safe? Or do I, I remember thinking, should I get some kind of like, um, I don't know, container to put in the middle of the bed. Like, how does it all work? And then when my son actually arrived, I remember just being in bed with him and getting into that cuddle curl position just unconsciously without any thought and just feeling like I was in a documentary. Like I was like, James McKenna's right. Like your body knows how to parent your baby, even if you don't consciously know how to do it. So it was just amazing. When Tracy said this, I smacked my microphone so hard because I had the biggest smile on my face. Like, my friend, this is why I started CoSleepy, to help give other parents some visuals and some answers about these really nitty gritty questions of like, how exactly do I do it? So I was so happy when she said that. I have a bunch more for Tracy, but I'm going to save it for a future episode because I want to keep these short. 
but we have that to look forward to, and that is an exciting thing. In the meantime, I encourage you to go to raisegood.com, read her beautiful blog, sign up for her mailing list, because I'm telling you, getting emails from her is just the best thing ever. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you listening right now because this, right now, this is a very big deal for me personally because this year I'm a speaker in the Raised Good Online Summit and it's so surreal and like full circle because I know that without Tracy's blog fortifying and encouraging me and inspiring me those, what, five years ago, there would not be a Kosimpi today. Like, you wouldn't be hearing my voice right now. You wouldn't even know that I exist. And I wouldn't be able to give you the warm hug that maybe, just maybe, you desperately need right now. So if that's you, please consider this a hug. I am sending you love from here in Sacramento to wherever you are in this beautiful world. Please take good care of yourself. Keep that baby safe and close tonight. And I'll see you back here real soon.